everyone. It's podcast number 75, live from central London, from the IGN offices. Lovely to see all of you. Uh, thanks for joining us at uh, exactly 1,300 hours GMT. Uh, I'm joined with the usual motley assortment of uh, people. Mr. Tom Butler is here. Hello. Mr. Martin Robinson. Hello. And propping up at the end is Chris Tilly. Hello, Chris. All right. Uh, apologies from Alex. He can't be here today, which is a bit of a shame. I know he's very much looking forward to being part of this uh, amazing process. And also, no Kilby. I thought Kilby was going to turn Where up. Where is Kilby? I don't Where know where Kilby is. Is he going to come in? Hey, uh, he might we'll do. See. We'll see what happens during the course of the next 60 minutes. Over the next 60 minutes, we've got the usual uh, batch of news. Of, uh, we've got a 3DS li- uh, live hands-on, Chris, because you've never played with a 3DS yet. It. It's been in the office for days now, and I've not touched it, so I could do it today. This so. is going to be very exciting. The- More than a bit excited. I think the main thing is, it's all about you guys. It's all about everybody out there watching us today. Of course, if you're listening to this later on, we've got stuff for you as well, but do get involved. Tom, how can people get involved? Well, we are currently uh, live-tweeting from here, so if you want to get in touch with us via Twitter, follow us, UK. Um, on Twitter and send us a message with the hashtag hashtag IGNUK podcast live. Uh, we will probably pick it up if you just send it to Team IGNUK anyway. So I've got a few messages coming through already. Mm-hmm. We had a message from the guys into Coin Teen saying, Good luck, guys. Uh, Tony H9 says he's about to start watching. Well, I think you'll probably start watching now. Brilliant. Um, and apparently the music carried on while the host was talking. So uh, we've already had our first live food bar, but that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's my fault. That's my fault. <laughs> it's always, if anything goes wrong today, it's my fault. We've got professionals, two professionals looking after the video side of things. But when it comes to the audio, it's it's my usual dodgy laptop, <laughs> my very poor skills. And uh, someone called Teak Locket has said that it's, it started, and as far as I know, they're in the States, and they're what stayed up to like four or five in the morning Brilliant. to watch this. So oh, Teak Lockett, thank you, you guys. Yeah, thank that's you. awesome. I don't know how you got around the redirect, but well done. That's very smart. <laughs> For people who are watching us live, we have got three copies, yes, that's three copies, of Kirby's Epic Yarn to give away on Wii. So if you... Want to win? All you have to do is now. What I thought was because you don't get to see us very often in Lucky the flesh. Lucky you. Uh, and yesterday, someone told me I look like Gene Wilder from Willy Wonka, or the I, bloke, the bloke from the band The View, or the bloke from the, the band The View. Yeah. I thought that we should do a celebrity lookalike. Fair enough. So if you send us your celebrity lookalikes, who we look like in celebrity world? In celebrity world, yes. Yeah. You're making sense so far. And the best three will win a copy of Kirby's Epic Yarn. I'm Fantastic. Can I say for the record, I don't like this as a game. Why not? Well, don't give them away, but... (laughs) (laughs) We're not the best-looking quartet, and I'm worried what's going to come through. I think we're going to get probably the monkeys. I think people will say we look like the monkeys. The Beatles. JLS. JLS, that's more like it, isn't it? Be nice. Oh, the other thing is as well, I I can never remember the name of that road out there. What is it? Oh, I don't know. I'll have a look. Hang on, stay there. This isn't going to work. It's, um... Bucknell Street. Bucknell Street. So if anybody's uh, in the area and they want to stand outside the very faded sign on Bucknell Street and wave up at us, we'd love that as well. We might find a T-shirt. But, but we can't see from here, so how long will they be waving until we notice? <laughs> be half an hour or so. We've not thought this through. It's <laughs> a really cold day. Who knows? Right, we'll, we'll check in half an hour. Absolutely. First things first, then. Let's crack on and find out what has been happening in the world of games and movies this week. It's the news. It is the news. Mm. Um, it's news. been uh, GDC. This week what uh, does in that San Francisco, for? Games Developers Conference. Right. Okay. Quite unexcitingly. Is it a knees up? It is a knees up. Uh, more excitingly, though, is the fact that uh, Satoru Iwata um, took to the stage yesterday for the keynote and announced a Super Mario game for the 3DS, mm-hmm. which isn't the biggest of surprises. Not really. But it's nevertheless exciting. So it's a platformer. Because yeah. they already announced Paper Mario, right? 
Yeah, Paper Mario has already been announced, which is more RPG. Yeah. Um, there's not much been announced on it. It's just a couple of screenshots looking like Mario, kind of 3D-ish, uh, and a logo with a excitingly a raccoon's tail. I'm not sure if any of you played Super Mario 3. That's the really good one, isn't it? That yeah. is the really, really, really yeah. good one. You've played it? Yeah, back in the day. Wow. <clears throat> so what are, the, what are the predictions for it? Is it going to be like the, the best game on the 3DS? Will they make sure it... Quite likely, yeah. It's going well, to be awesome, but we won't know more until E3 this year. Okay. So that's that's good. Bit of you got, news. You got some news about Batman, Chris? Yeah, I'm worried it might be a bit a bit spoilerific. The news, but um, according to some online rooms yesterday, there's a bit more detail about the plot. Mm-hmm. Would you like to know a little bit more about the plot? I would Dark Knight, love to. Is this the Dark Knight Rises? Sorry, the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, the, the, the Chris Nolan's final Batman film. And yeah, there's talk of well, if people don't want to want to hear this, yeah. put your fingers in your ears right now. And as this is video, what we can do <laughs> is we can we can give them up. a thumbs up. When, uh, when we finish talking about it. Exactly. Or, or maybe a different let's, time. Let's, maybe let's start like that and see <laughs> yeah. how, it, how it goes. But all right, it's... it's, or, it's stand the, up and take a bow when you finish. <laughs> That'll be even better. It is. Let's do it quickly in case people are still doing that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's that Catwoman's going to be um, an ally of Batman's rather than a villain. Okay. Ooh. So that's the end of it. You can take your fingers out of your ears now. Fingers out now. But um, I, think, I think if that is true, then it, it'll be in all the trailers. And then people will know down the line. So sure. it's not a massive spoiler. But yeah. And uh, yeah, the villains are, as we knew, Talia, Al Ghul and Bane. Still no uh, firm decisions on who's playing who, though? Uh, no, still not. Um, well, Bane is definitely Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Talia Al Ghul is still rumoured to be Marianne Cotillard. And it sounds like Joseph Gordon-Levitt is going to play a villain, although we don't know who yet. I hope so, because I think if there's one actor doing the business at the moment that could even hope to match up to Heath Ledger, it would be Joseph Gordon-Levitt as a, as a baddie. What do you guys think? It yeah. makes sense. Was it, wasn't he down for the Riddler? Is that what he was originally being put on? I think he was, it was rumoured that he would be the Riddler. That's what the fans wanted. I think it's because he's thin, I guess, and, and the Riddler's thin. <laughs> anyway. I, I will say on this front, <laughs> though, having seen Anne Hathaway um, at the Oscars mm. and how god-awful she was, I'm really less excited about her being Catwoman. But it's a different, uh, it's a different what do they call it, discipline, isn't it? I just Doing found it painful, that She just grated on me, and I don't think I'm going to like it. James Franco is a talented guy, and he was pretty poor as well. Yeah. At least he acted like he was stoned the whole time, which is kind of funny. <laughs> do you think that was acting? He's always, yeah, I think he's always like that. He's right. just kind of slightly mm-hmm. out of it. But twelve percent viewers were down apparently this year. It was awful. It was painful. I didn't watch it. It but was grim. Thanks for everyone that tweeted along with me because you kept me saying. Kept you going up to what yeah. five a.m. something yeah. like that. You were tweeting until. Yeah. Bad news. You've done this for a couple of years now, haven't you? Yeah. The, the I hate it. It's, it's just the, each each year it gets worse. Yeah. Bring back Billy Crystal. Seriously, do you want them to go more old school? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. Trying to appeal to the youth market just didn't work. No. No. What they should do is, if they're going to appeal to the youth market, they should offer it as a, as a download a day later. Yeah, maybe. Some friends of mine were suggesting get the Muppets to present next That'd year. That would be awesome. Which <laughs> I, think would, I think would genuinely work. Yeah. Had Walder and Stat- Statler, Waldorf and Statler in the balcony. Heckling everybody. Yeah, do it. Let's do it. Let's, yeah. Why don't we start a Facebook campaign right now? <laughs> yeah. I think it's a terrific idea. Uh, it's all been kicking off over the last few weeks, as you know, about uh, PS3s. Uh, now, something interesting has been added to the mix, Martin. Uh, yeah, there's been ongoing fisticuffs between LG and Sony for some time now. Mm. Uh, and the latest uh, twist um, to add to Sony's woes with all the hacking malarkey is the fact that um, customs have seized PS3 shipments. Now, this is all to do with the Blu-ray player that's in the PS3, is that right? Yeah, it, it, uh, it breaches a copyright, I believe, a patent um, which LG have on Blu-ray technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's currently being disputed, and uh, as a part of that, as a temporary um, ban on PS3s for 10 whole days. So no PS3s coming into Europe yeah. at all? Yeah. And that's the whole of Europe, UK included, everybody, no PS3s? I say yep. 
See, normally what happens on the podcast <laughs> is I'll be furiously uh, hammering Wikipedia or something like that, trying to figure out what's going on. But uh, all I've got is a news story. Maybe do some research beforehand next time. Yeah. So it's all about patents, isn't it, with LG? Yeah. yeah. And didn't didn't Sony do something similar to LG in the past with patents on their stuff? Yeah, I think it was called, uh, a phone handset. I think uh, which was infringed um, a Sony patent, and then so Sony. Got the got the muscles out. And so it sounds like tit for tat, really. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. But the word is, if LG were to win this case, then they Sony would have to pay them for every single PS3 they sold, mm. which would be. I think Sony's probably had enough of the PS3 over the last month or so. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, just like for God's sake, why do we bother? Why do we bother? Um, uh, I've got a celebrity lookalike here for us. It's the Smurfs. Brilliant. Which one's which? Which one's uh, well, which? he says you can fight over who's who, but I think that. Um, Obviously, that's going to be Dan Kilby. Has that one got poo all over its face? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what's happened. They're talking Japanese as well, which okay. we don't obviously do. But um, yeah, thanks for sending that in. Uh, let me just get back to that. Nimitron. Thanks for that, Nimitron. Mm. Don't know if you're going to win, but uh, we'll soon find out. Um, Chris, news on Blade Runner. Yes, yeah, some, some movie news again. Um, Blade Runner prequels and sequels, we've called this. Um, a company called Alcon Entertainment, who made The Blind Side and The Book of Eli, yeah. um, they're planning to make prequels and sequels to the sci-fi classic Blade Runner. They're in final discussions to secure the rights to the film, and um, they'll be all-inclusive franchise rights on all platforms. So it could be games, could be movies, could be audiobooks. I don't know, but mm-hmm. but what do you think of this? Uh, I was originally quite. It, obviously, it doesn't make that much sense, seeing as Blade Runner is based off a quite well-known book by P.K. Dick, and trying to go beyond that would be difficult. But um, <clears throat> it's been done before. Um, I'm not sure if anyone remembers the Westwood Interactive game Blade Runner from the mid-90s. Um, it was absolutely fantastic, like a point and click kind of game, and expanded on it really well. Um, so it could work, but it's got to be done respectfully, I think. I'm pretty sure, now you say that, I'm pretty sure I bought a book that was a sequel to Blade Runner. KW Jetta did a couple of sequels yeah. to um, I never read it though, books. it just sat on my bookshelf. They I was like, why, why would I read they that? They weren't very good. No. There was a spiritual s- sequel, wasn't there, that was made? A movie sequel that was supposed to be like in the world of Blade Runner, no? Really? Mm, yeah, I'll have to research so. that, but uh, yeah, I seem to think there was, yeah. Wasn't the game Syndicate quite like, sort of a Blade Runner esque world? So many games after Blade mm. Runner are like Blade Runner because yeah. obviously it just spawned an entire, yeah, entire industry pretty much. Yeah, the whole dystopian future. Yeah. But as long cool. as we don't see a full blown movie sequel. No, not a direct sequel, but maybe, some, maybe something in that universe. Yeah. Oh, um, what do you think, Martin? You're a fan of Dick. I, I love Dick. Yeah, there he goes. Doesn't does it? No, but I do love Dick, and so it would be a shame to um, to, to. I'm not. I'm, I'm going to go away from the puns. Um, yeah, it, it's it's such a well a self-contained book, but then again, the film has absolutely well. It's got very little to do with the book. Mm. Um, it basically just explores the subplot of the book, so it wouldn't be anti-Dick to do it. Tom, you're, you're giggling. I take it something's just tickled you. I, yeah, I'm just looking at some of the feedback. It's absolutely brilliant. Keep, keep coming in. Kevin O'Donnell says, Martin's beard looks glorious in motion. <laughs> in motion? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually rippling. It is rippling. Yeah, it's shimmering. It feels rippling. like. Um, but yeah, and apparently you've turned up Stu's mic, so uh, yeah. sorry about interrupting. Hopefully that's a bit now. louder now. Uh, right, now, as you can see, Tom is uh, fondling his fondle slab, his iPad. Uh, that's the only way we are communicating with the outside world. So if this crashes, we've got no means of knowing what's happening outside. Um, This, of course, is an iPad version number one. You can tell that because it's so massive and slow and unwieldy and rubbish. (laughs) Why did we ever buy that? God, imagine. Uh, But of course, not less than 24 hours ago, if you're watching the live podcast, and uh, just over a day ago, if you're you're listening to the recorded podcast, Apple, um, it is confusing, it's always confusing, Apple announced, of course, iPad 2. 
Yeah, and do you know what's happened? What? Is rushing around to set everything up this morning. Right. I've totally forgotten to print anything out with specs or anything. So I'm <laughs> going to have to freestyle this. Yeah. As far as I know, it is up to a third thinner. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But then that's only, it's like, instead of being half an inch thick, it's a third of an inch thick or something now, apparently. Um, so now yeah. it's, the, it's the weight of a fingernail, isn't it now? Is it? <laughs> no, I'll just make that. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah. I like the fact you believed it. <laughs> Fingernail, like a giant's fingernail. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, it's got front and back cameras, which we all predicted, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, it hasn't got the CD drive that I believe Dan Kilby predicted. Brilliant. Um, Imagine. Imagine. Yeah, which is said that. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I might, I've heard that there's going to be a CD drive. Yeah, and a record player. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, it's got better graphics. It's got an A5 processor. Yeah. Which it's got is a dual core processor, yeah. isn't it? Um, so it's going to be faster. I, um, the screen resolution is the same though. Yeah, no change on the screen resolution. Well, the thing I was holding out for, I think a lot of people were hoping for like a retina type display on it, um, mm. which would have actually been enough to tip me over and made me go and buy one. But um, as it is, it seems like a stopgap between the iPad 3, which could be very exciting, the iPad 2 just seems like. Yeah. I can't believe we were already saying this a day later. Oh yeah, well, iPad 3 is going to be exciting. We were excited about this. One. But then, if you look at if you look at what's happened, you know, with the uh, w the response to iPad 2. Everybody uh, seems to be really underwhelmed by it's it. It's a collective shrug across yeah, the globe, isn't it? Yeah, it's a net, isn't it? But I was mentioning this to Martin yesterday, and it's very much that kind of TikTok thing that Intel do as well, where they do like a massive step forward, <clears throat> and then they do like a tiny step forward for the next release product, project, and then a massive leap forward again. So it's, it's, it's always been the same with Apple, I think, as well. I mean, look, yeah. at, look at the, uh, the iPhone 3 which everybody went out and bought, and then yeah. of course iPhone 3GS came along, which was actually the phone everybody wanted in the first place. Mm. I think it's a little bit, unf well, it's unfair, I think, of someone like Apple who put the, the pressure and the hype on people to, you pay, how much, what's the top end iPad, 700 quid? I'm not sure if top end, but it's in that region. It's in yeah. that region, so you've paid 700 quid a, 12 months ago for a top of the range iPad, and then what, 12 months later, it's already out of date, you've paid tw uh, 12 months, uh, obviously, mm. uh, for your 3G connection, yeah. and then it's out of date, and people are... Yeah. So not, we're not pressurised to buy a new one, but it's put out there that this is the one that you need, it's better than the last one, and you need to upgrade. Some yeah. tools even go out and buy a MacBook Pro for £1,200 three weeks before they, uh, before, before they um, update them all. And is that what you did? Is it, was it really three weeks before they updated yours? That you yeah, actually, I, I can swap it, but... Um, can you? Yeah, I'm not sure at the moment, because uh, this is really boring. It's not. The graphics card in the uh, old model of 13-inch MacBook Pros is yeah. uh, slightly better for gaming than the graphics card in the new models. All right. So, has, have any of us got an iPad? No. No. No, no this is the office one which Would I borrowed last night and I do love it every time I play with it. Would this be enough though to trigger you to buy one now with this new version? Um, if it means that eBay is going to be flooded with cheap, uh, cheap version ones, second hand, I might go and pick up a second hand one. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, if I could get one of those for a couple of hundred notes. I'd think, I'd think about it. Chris Milner's just sent me the technical <coughs> spec for iPad 2. So oh, that's brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> that's technology. That's that is amazing. Right, isn't that it? is it's amazing. The iPad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, nothing new from what we've just said, I guess. It's got the gyro. Did this have this? Does this have the gyro? Mm -hmm. Drop mm -hmm. it and see what happens. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's got all the stuff that we were kind of talking about. It comes in white as well, which I do believe. Yeah, so which the, of course you better. still can't get the iPhone 4 in white. What has happened to, to white iPhone 4s? You it's, like, in it's, it's like white dog poo, it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, it does in Spain. It oh, does, does it? Spain, yeah. I guess it's a dietary thing. Yeah. <laughs> iPad 2 wasn't the only big launch this week, of course. Uh, everybody and... 
Well, do you want to talk a bit more about <laughs> that? You didn't have any information on it. Oh, I didn't have any information, but uh, yeah, I mean, we open up there. Is anyone planning on buying an iPad 2 when it comes out? Because it comes out in the US in 10 days' time. Yeah, and over here. And it comes out in the UK on the same day as mm. 3DS. Uh, we'll, of course, be at the London launch down at Apple, as we always do. Yeah. Uh, and I think what we're going to we're going to try something different. Maybe, well, last time we offered people money for instead of uh, taking their iPad, I think... Uh, our, our big boss offered a thousand pounds to the first person in the queue. Instead of to, instead of getting his iPad, he could have a thousand pounds. And the guy in the queue said, "No, I want my iPad." I yeah, bet he's yeah. feeling gutted now that this new iPad's coming yeah. out. I bet he take a grand off you now. Well, we'll see him again. He'll be at the front. He'll be at the, the front, won't he? Of course, yeah. We're going to try and harass Stephen Fry again. Definitely, totally. definitely. definitely. So I reckon. So the iPad launch probably have Stephen Fry and Nintendo 3DS launch on the same day. Probably. On the same day. And Lee Mac probably. Probably like Lee yeah. Mac. No, he's not going out. Or, JLS. No. Or JLS, maybe, yeah. yeah? Or Jamie Redknapp. Jamie Redknapp could be. Careful. Yeah, yeah. careful you go. With <laughs> <laughs> He'd drop his, though. And what would happen? It would smash. Yeah, it would smash. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll walk away from that, shall we? Uh, I was in the middle of doing a really nice link then, and you totally threw me. Well, can I just get some live feedback from the uh, iPad? Yeah. Just to give another plug. Uh, Apple, uh, this is from James, a boy 19. He says, Apple are being the video game engines of hardware, always updating it, making it the old one outdated too soon. Mm -hmm. Good point, James. Thank you very much. Yeah. Segway. Beautifully done. Uh, so, we've already, we've just touched briefly on the 3DS and how amazing it is, or how amazing we think it is. Well, one, two, three of us think it's absolutely brilliant. There's a fourth person in this room that hasn't had his greasy mitts on a 3DS yet. Uh, so, bearing that in mind, we thought we'd do a very quick kind of hands-on. Chris, now is the moment, your time has come. Okay. You can play with the 3DS. Talk us through it. Okay. Well, should we just say that if yeah, you can want you talk over me? There are plenty of videos going up on IGN at the moment, so if you yeah. want to have a look at what we thought, the unboxing <laughs> video, we answered your Facebook questions, yeah. video on there. Um, head over to IGN, all the videos are on there. I think they're sort of getting promoted all over the place. Yes, there's our three, uh, three uh, questions answered. And we do test whether or not it will blend, yeah. kind of. Not really. So, yeah, head over to Don't IGN. Don't give the magic away, Tom. Sorry. Don't give the magic kind away. Of. So Chris, you've opened it up, you've, uh, you, have you made sure you've switched the 3D on? Because there's of course a little switch on the side of the machine to make sure you're yep. watching it in 3D. So, oh, let's turn it off. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely 3D. I can confirm <laughs> that 3DS is in 3D. That's good. As somebody who's seen That's a lot of 3D face. films then, where's your face? Mm. That's your face. No, so, your face isn't there. Oh, I thought you put my face on there. So they're playing Face Raiders, is, it, is that right? Yeah. 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 So I've clicked on, I'm playing Face Raiders. You just said that. Yeah. And <laughs> I've picked Alex's face as he's not here. I'm going to shoot him in the face for letting us down like this. Yeah, good idea. So Face Raiders, I think, is it's built in and it's it could even be the killer app for the reason <laughs> to buy the, buy the console. Well, the, yeah, we... I always did loads of Japanese 3DS games uh, thinking I was getting a Japanese 3DS from Nintendo and then they sent us a UK one. And so right now we've got a 3DS with no, and loads of games, but I can't play the games from the 3DS because of the regional games. Oh, and um, Will, who works for us, has got a Japanese 3DS, yeah. but he's taken it home. But... It doesn't matter because there's loads of really cool games, but I'm bored with it. And mm -hmm. Face Raiders is really, really good, as you can tell. It doesn't. Yeah, for those who don't know what this is, <laughs> I'm actually there's actually floating Alex heads in this room, and I'm following them around and shooting them. It's I'm guessing I look pretty cool at the moment. You look camera. amazing, really good. Where's he gone? <laughs> there he is. It's one of the augmented reality games, Martin. Yeah, it is one of the augmented reality games. There's some more of them as well. There's um, a favourite of mine is AR fishing, mm -hmm. uh, which can turn any surface into a pond which you can fish from. I love that. I was playing that at my desk the other day, and it turned my desk into a really wet pond. <laughs> I, did, 
I didn't manage to catch a single fish. I kept jerking it up too quickly. Who, who, what do you think, how do you think you pronounce that? Ooft Stewart? Ooft Stewart, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he said that he was most impressed with the AR, AR cards when he most played it. Mm. So uh, he hopes games include them as Wii mini games. So I think the AR stuff is amazing. The AR yeah. stuff is amazing. I hope people um, run with it and do some really cool stuff with it because at the moment it's obviously just a small uh, te- like technical demo of what it can do. Mm. But um, as, as I've said before, the idea of a Pokemon with this is just it makes sense, obviously, financially because you can just sell these things um, and also it'd just be so awesome just having little Pikachus and little yeah. just fighting together on your desk I guess like they did with uh, with I, iPet was it on, on yeah. PS3 yeah. but obviously in a, with, a, with a portable handheld it's much more fun isn't it yeah. Much more fun. Take them anywhere. Take them to the park. All your friends have got 3DSs so and you've got loads of little... PSP did, <laughs> have, <laughs> up here. PSP did have Invisimals, which was kind of similar, and mm. they showed off some of the AR stuff with the NGP uh, last night at uh, GDC. So that's got cameras, right? Yeah. Right. So they showed off the NGP at the GDC? Uh, the AR, yeah. NGP, yeah. at GDC. That's not FYI. TBC. Okay, good. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. Then. I've got to the OMG. I've got to the boss. Right. Um, is it Alex? Yeah, he just kissed me as well. He just <laughs> came over and kissed me, which I, you could have warned me about that. That's, that's, like that's, Alex that's harassment in the workplace. Um, this is pretty good. I feel like this is a bit of a novelty game, though. I can't. Is there any longevity in this one? Because I'm just smashing buttons. It depends how soon you're tired of um, shooting people in the face, uh, and it's powered this industry for the, the past mm-hmm. years or so. Um, yeah, but there doesn't seem to be any complicated gameplay here. I'm just kind it's, of... It's a little throwaway thing to be to included on there. There's loads yeah. more examples of that um, in there. Okay. Uh, so I don't think it's meant to sustain you over a, a couple of hours. Martin, have you got the... Uh, do you know roughly what kind of games are coming up over the next few weeks for this thing then, for the British launch? Because I know you've played a couple of the Japanese games. Uh, launch day games, the ones I'm going to be getting on launch, um, Pilot Wings, um, mm-hmm. looks fantastic. Ridge Racer, I've been playing recently in the past couple of days, and surprisingly, it's really, really good. Yeah? So I'll be getting that. Um, Nintendogs, if you'd like to get dogs, cats, put little Elvis quiffs on them. I think that when, when we went to that hands-on, that was one of the most fun things yeah. that happened there, uh, other than the tech demos, which are a bit boring. But, um, yeah. I think that some people are complaining and saying it's not the best of launch lineups. I don't think it's that bad. I think there's two or three games which are well worth getting on day one. Mm. And then you've got the likes of uh, Zelda coming in June now, I think. Um, and other games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Football. Pez is out on day one as well. Yeah, and that's what Chris is excited about. Yeah. Yeah, now, what about the movies? Chris, could you imagine watching a whole full-length movie in 3D on that screen? I think the three, I'm just going to say, I think 3D is really impressive. Yeah. I'm, I'm super, super impressed. I, I felt it ghosting a little bit when I was moving it around, or is that because there's of the screen? Spot. The, the stupid thing is it's got a gyroscope in there, and there's a very defined sweet spot in it. Yeah. And so try, when you try and combine a 3D game with the gyroscope, obviously you're moving it around all over the place, so you just lose the sweet spot all the time. Yeah. Yeah, those two things don't sit that comfortably together. Um, I, with the movie stuff in the GDC, uh, GDC yesterday, uh, they announced a partnership with Netflix in the yeah. US. Um, so there'll be you can stream films in 3D on that. You can stream through, obviously through Wi-Fi. Yeah. Right. So you've got to be someone with a good Wi-Fi connection, and that's only streaming. So you couldn't actually. Could you download that stream yeah, locally and then watch it later? Okay. I genuinely don't like watching films on, on little screens. I won't watch them on my iPhone. Um, I don't know, made to be watched like that. But I will give it a go with this 3D because I'm, I'm pretty super impressed. Do you know what? Because you do a lot of flying. Do you not watch, uh, watch films on the seat back? Yeah, but I, I won't watch anything kind of special effects driven right. or anything that I'm really excited about because I find the sounds pretty crummy. Mm. So I do all my catching up. Sure. All the crappy Adam Sandler films that I need <laughs> to see but I haven't seen yet, I'll watch on a plane. Right. 
Um, done. Should we take some live feedback yeah. from the uh, people who are watching live? Mm-hmm. Um, I've got people asking a lot of questions about the 3DS, so let's see if we can go through these. Dave Walker says, guys, what do you think of the terrible two-hour battery lifespan? Uh, I, it's a terrible three-hour battery lifespan. So it's, it's, it's not that bad, but it's, it's a bit frustrating, um, and it just means you just can't constantly charge a thing. You've just got to remember as soon as you get home to chuck the thing in its cradle. But do you think, it, oh, sorry. I was going to say, do you think there'll be th- uh, third-party add-ons to improve battery life? Like, is that sure, possible? Actually, there's nothing. There's nothing been mooted as of yet. Mm. I, guess, I think it's just a case of waiting for the second generation of hardware, which would be in a year, eighteen months' time, right. which would be slightly better. But you're not going to wait, are you? No, I'm not going to wait at all. <laughs> uh, Samuel Stewart says um, he wants to buy Pokemon White. Does it run as well on the 3DS? He says our video before was a bit vague. I would say if you've got a DSi player on that, because I don't think the image quality is quite so good on the 3DS. It, it, it plays um, DS games, but it does some weird, crazy artifacting stuff on there. That um, seems a bit strange, because if it's got more processing power, you'd think it, in the same way that... It's just the, different screen size, different screen dimensions, and the yeah. way it's been ported over to that, it doesn't look great. Because it puts black bars down the sides, doesn't it? It's not just that as well, it's the actual the image quality itself. It's not... It's hard to explain, but it's just, it just looks it's slightly crummy, basically. Right. Okay. Um, KMCK01 <laughs> says, if they can do it without the glasses on 3D, why aren't they doing it with TVs? I guess it's all to do with technology. It's all to do with the angle as well, because yeah. the reason that works is because it's a handheld, and so you can hold it like that. With a TV, you obviously have more than one person watching mm-hmm. it at more than one angle. So, yeah. That's the difficulty. Mm-hmm. Uh, James, a boy 19, says um, people are worrying about the NGP's price, but the 3DS being glasses 3D and only costing £190, could NGP come out at the same price? As the 3DS? Um, uh, yeah. I'm not sure. There was some prices going around about the NGP. I'm not sure what it is, but regardless. Was it like $500 or something ridiculous? So yeah, I think it's going to be about 300 though. Mm. I think that's, that's maybe the price thing being, being thrown around. But for me, still, the, the NGP is nowhere near as exciting as the 3DS. No. No. So what does it have over the better graphics? Is that it? Yeah, they've heard Sony have come back because when the NGP was first announced, everyone's like, OMG, it's like a PS3. But. Uh, in reality, it's not. It's just because it's a smaller screen, so things look really nice when yeah. they scaled down there. Uh, it's somewhere between a PSP and a PS3, saying you said at GDC yesterday. Okay. Um, which sounds like a PS2. Two? <laughs> yeah. All right, and the question on everyone's lips uh, is if you take a picture of your Willy in 3D, does it make it look more or less impressive? And that's co mutiny. So, Martin, you're the only one that's taken one home so far. I was trying to think, because you can, you can get me's and put me's in real life situations, so I can have. Quite realistically, have one of your me's straddling my own. Why my me? You want to use yours? So I just had to fire balls into Alex's mouth. Yeah. I could effectively fire balls into my penis's mouth. Yes. We did that. Does your mouth have a penis? Does your penis have a mouth? A little eye. Right. So we could we could make that happen. Can you make it talk? <laughs> Maybe next week we could do that when we're not when we're not visual. <laughs> we're not on again, film. That's not a bad idea. Just a thought. So you're happy with that, Chris? You enjoyed that? Yeah, I thought it was really good. Going to rush out? Going to rush out and get it on day one? Not necessarily. No, I no. want to play some games. Right. I want to play some more games. But you were talking about getting an iPad, possibly. I was talking about it. I was going to I was going to get an iPad if I could do some work on it. Is that someone wanting to come in? No, I think someone's trying to sell it. I think Martin's having a problem with his microphone. Is he? So do you want to just step out? I'm going to step out. Yeah. Do excuse me. You guys carry on without me, why don't you? I was going to, uh, yeah, do one if I could do my work on it, but I'm not convinced that it's, it's really good for work, for things like Photoshop. I think my iPad, iPads don't have that much of a productivity thing for me, because I've got, I've got a MacBook Pro, I can work on it, I've got an iPhone, I can do phone calls on it. An iPad is just a toy for me. It's a lovely toy, it's a really, really beautiful toy. It's, you have, I think you have to find a use for it, don't you? Yeah. It's like you have to try and figure out um, 
uh, reasons to use it. And like, I took it back yesterday and I was thinking, I'll use it. And then I was traveling and I was thinking, well, there's no point. I can't do anything with it while I'm traveling. So I don't know. Um, so while Stuart is doing that, should we get some more feedback? I've yep. got, um, got any celebrity lookalikes. We, we have, yeah. Um, let me just go back. Uh, Chico. Nick Frost, James Backman, and Thin Rich Fulcher, and he's going to let us argue over who is who, and that's Isidore. So who's Chico? I reckon that might be you, Chris. <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> Nick Frost, annoyingly, I think might be me. Really? I don't know. No. I think Do you think it's Stu? Yeah, who's who's, who's, Stu, yeah, Stu probably. who's James Backman? I don't know, Jack. I don't know, James. No, James um, Thin, Rolch, uh, Thin Rich Fulcher. Who's that? Anyone know? Rich Fulcher. <laughs> I've had a drink with him. He's insane. <laughs> um, is that a real person? It's probably you, Tom. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Thanks for that. Um, we've got uh, a man called Boydo uh, got back to us. White dog poo was caused by chalk in dog food they banned in food in the 80s. I, was oh, okay. I always thought it was because basically if you left a poo out in that kind of conditions over a couple of days, it just turned white and because we just got much better at clearing dog poo. Right. Can we move on? Yeah, do you know what happened? What? Battery life. The battery ran out on your mic. Oh, really? Yeah, I just repaired it. Good times. And th this leads me on to an interesting uh, sub-story, actually. Do you remember yesterday in the office? Is this really going to be that interesting? Well, it is to me, because I, I want to embarrass you. Oh, no. Yeah. Come on. Do you remember yesterday we were having a meeting and we had to use the wireless keyboard in the yeah, meeting room yeah. and it ran out of batteries yeah. and you put fresh batteries in mm, and it wrong. still didn't work. Yeah, we, we had to you put the batteries the in the wrong way. We had to disband the meeting and IGN <laughs> fell to its knees. Nations crumbled. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, you've got a sporting lookalike. Have I? Can you guess who um, There's a couple that I've grown up with. They were Peter, Pete Sampras and Yuri Djorkaev. I think you're going to be a bit more impressed with this one. I'll turn it around. It's Nasser Hussain. Nasser Hussain. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. So that's Samuel Stewart again. Thanks, Sam, for getting into yeah. that. Yeah, I wish I had his sporting grit. Someone says you look like a thin, uh, uh, sorry, uh, George Clooney, but... Uh, the fat George Clooney. If <laughs> <laughs> you don't look like a thin George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, Jack that's White from it. the White Stripes. I'll add that. You can win a prize. No, 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 no. Uh, the Mad Mart, sorry. We'll really announce them at the end. So. Yeah. Yeah, so is it time to move on? Yeah, let's move on. Let's, let's move find on. out what is happening next week in the world of movies and games. Kicking off with some games. You want games first, don't you? Yeah, a uh, big, 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 big game in every single meaning of the word next week is Dragon Age 2, uh, Bioware's sequel to its fantasy RPG. Did you play the first one? Uh, no. I played it for about 10 hours and I just got kind of bored. Well, um, interestingly, yeah. I... Uh, I've never, I've never really been into RPGs, but I've been playing Mass Effect 2 on the PS3. It's a very different proposition to Mass Effect. So yeah, I was absolutely loving it, and I was thinking, maybe I like Dragon Age, and I was going to ask you whether or not you think, if I like Mass Effect, I'll like Dragon Age. I found it very po-faced, and it's just, I, I didn't, I wasn't cause quite um, pulled into it as well as I was with Mass Effect. Uh, Dragon Age 2 has changed substantially, though, they kind of, try, they're trying to go for the Mass Effect audience with it by um, not simplifying it as much, but just making it more approachable. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be it's, it's changed a lot. I'm not sure how uh, how successful it's been, but we've got the review hitting early next week, so we'll get the full opinion then. Okay, but you've not played it. I played a demo. Right. Okay. Uh, I wasn't that impressed. With it. You impressive, Dragon Age, Chris? <laughs> no, not a fan. Move on. This might be more of your street. Oh, next game. You star too. Yeah. yeah. What, what's that? <laughs> it's a connect game where you star in the films. Oh, hello. Yeah. So as far as I know, it plays scenes from movies. Okay, and then mm -hmm. it cuts out a character, and then mm -hmm. you have to reenact it in real life. So okay. you pretend to be the person in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I believe it was our Australian editors who were sort of demanding they make a porn version. 
Nice. So you can, <laughs> so you can take any movie. No, I think it's, 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 it's clips it's in the film, film. Yes. clips in the game, I guess that they that they brought up. What yeah. was the? Was it there, there was one before that used yeah, the uh, the camera, wasn't there? Um, yeah. What was it called? In the movies. In the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. Good name. Yeah. Good name. I wonder how they came up with that. But I guess the good thing about using Connect is it can cut you out a lot more accurately, can't it? So, what film scene would you like to be in? Ideally, uh, if you could be in any film scene. Ah, uh, I don't know. Uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. Doing Johnny Be Good on the stage. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. What about that last tango in Paris where he's got the butter? I'd, 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 want, to be, I'd want to be the girl. <laughs> what about the scene in Deliverance? Yeah. We could do a lot of these. Irreversible. Yeah. We could do a lot. Oh, yeah. irreversible. Actually, I've just thought of one. <coughs> in the centipede. Yeah. Yeah. Get, two, get two friends round. A three player game. Yeah. Are you going to get a bit part in the next? Uh, human centipede film. No, they shot it in London uh, already, oh. and I didn't. I didn't go down. I didn't want to. There was <laughs> talk that I could come down no, yeah. and do something with them, but I didn't want to because it just sounded a little bit shady. So it, it, the first one it was, was on, t- on telly this week. It was on last night. Yeah, on Sci-Fi Channel last mm. night, which is. It was, it, it, the funny thing is, it got a lot of write-ups in a lot of newspapers saying human centipedes on telly tonight, and almost all of them said, "Just don't watch it. It's revolting." Mm. It's revolting and not very scary. Right. Poltergeist was on BBC, much fun. Much, much rather watch that. First one? Yeah. They all went downhill after that. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. anyone die after that, anyway? A lot of them died. So, yeah, the little girl, girl did. It was sad. Isn't it the Amityville horrors that were one of the, is a haunted movie when they made it and a load of people died afterwards? Yeah, they're, they're, they're all, they reckon they're all cursed. Mm. Whatevs. Do, do you want some movies coming out? Yeah. Um, I just want to just say... Um, that people sound quite excited about the new Star game, so uh, yeah, I think we may have well, stopped what, it to some what, what film scene would people want to be? Well, that's it, yeah, let us know. If you want to be in a fil- film scene in a movie and play that game, let us know which one uh, you would want. Chris Milton <laughs> says he would want to be in Cruel Intentions. Oh, no, fair enough. Um, I like that, that. Li- that little bit of, no. What's that? What's that one? Stu looks like a retired version of Nathan Drake from Uncharted. That sounds like fishing to me. <laughs> 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 oh, and there's James Barkman. Apparently he's from Mitchell and Webb. I don't know, I, I guess that's Martin. Yeah, that's clearly Martin. Or if like Martin and I had a love child, it would probably look a bit like that. With the hair, maybe me and Martin have yeah. a love child. Martin got annoyed yesterday when I suggested he looked like the comedian Dave Kitson. So everyone Google Dave Kitson. Daniel Kitson. Daniel yeah. Kitson, yeah. sorry. But you do look a lot like him. Our very own Will Guyot would like to be Steven Seagal in Under Siege. Of course he would. Course I can imagine would. that, can't you? Coming out of the cake. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've got something else under the seat. Right, do you want to know about next week's film? Yes, please. We've got Battle LA coming out, which is the first kind of blockbuster of the year, really. Mm. Um, Saw a trailer for it last night. And? What did you think? Couldn't care less. No. <laughs> no, really couldn't. It looks like another one of those films, just like all the other films yeah. that have ever gone before. Now, they haven't screened it for us, but one of my colleagues in the States has seen it and was quite impressed, actually. Said it was like quite a gritty Independence Day, so... Why have they left okay. it so late to screen it if people are saying it's okay? I, yeah, I don't know, you have to ask the studio that right. because sometimes they will show it to us early but to get the word out that it's good. Especially with this one where there's no real superstars in it. You've got Aaron Eckhart and Michelle Rodriguez. You've got good actors in it but no above the title name. No. I don't think it's been sold that well recently. I don't think many people will know about it. It's no. like, well, the trailers have got me excited for it. We look for trailers and things like mm-hmm. that and I guess when, when you've seen them, uh oh. Hang on, oh, no. who's this? Oh. Oh. Hi. Ladies and gentlemen. It's Dan Kilby. Gonna get you a microphone, Dan. Are you stopping? Hi, everyone. Are you stopping in? <laughs> don't speak. Don't speak until you've got the mic. There you go. So annoying. Just chilling. You look like you're on MTV now. Dan, Thanks. can you give us some live feedback? Have you been watching it? Yeah, I have been watching it. Is it terrible? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just came in here to rescue you guys, to be honest. <laughs> hey, uh, Thanks, Dan. No, you've done well. 
Yeah, sorry, yeah. Where sorry, have you been? Why, why have you just walked in sweaty and out of breath? Because I've been... <laughs> I'm working out. Yeah, just been having a little jog around London, <laughs> spreading the good word of the IGN UK podcast, yeah. handing out flyers. Is there anyone outside? I didn't look. Uh, I'll, I'll have a look. There's hundreds of fans. Do you want yeah. to squeeze up? Is that better? Yeah. Why, that? why have you come dressed as one of the sailors from the John Paul Gaultier advert oh, as well? Because I was over on uh, in France. Audio, Good answer. Audio, audio, <laughs> audio iTunes. Uh, that stands very come back, you jump Is an old bloke having a pee against the side of the building likely to be one of our fans? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dad, get down with your t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the middle of the... Uh, do you, we were just talking about films coming out next week, Dan. Are you interested or do you want this to be the Dan show now? Can we make it a Dan show? Okay. Yeah. Talk about <laughs> what are you sad about today? Oh, oh, you put me on the spot. You put me on the spot. This oh, is how the Dan show goes. This is awful. Um, I'm really... Oh, I've almost finished Dead Space um, and I don't want it to end. Oh. Yeah. You don't like space games, Dan. Oh, oh I shouldn't I'm pulling you up on that. And also, the yeah. iPad 2 doesn't have a CD drive. So. Um, no, I've got a cassette deck. Yeah, I, I didn't think it would have a, a, a CD drive. <laughs> Chris, I'm afraid I've got a new lookalike for you. <laughs> I'm going to swear then. Bugger off. So that's Frank Sidebottom. Who yeah. would be? To see. Yeah, Frank yeah. Sidebottom. RIP Frank yeah, Sidebottom. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just um, unliked myself from the let's get Frank Sidebottom to number one for Christmas. Page because it obviously didn't work, did it? Didn't, didn't it? it could, the momentum might build for next year, though. So, good times. So, Dan, you've been you've been downstairs keeping an eye on the live feed today, making sure yeah. everything's working. And apart from everybody's microphones packing up, it seems to have been going quite well so far. Yeah. What's the general consensus on the floor from everybody who's obviously gathered round all the monitors, watching our every utterance? They're all very proud. Yeah. I'm very proud. <laughs> <laughs> very proud. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. That's like I'm not. Children. Although this is a million times better than when we tried to do this previously. Yeah. Can we get back to the subject? What, what we're we talking about, yeah. yeah. I, well, I don't think... I don't exactly. I can follow Dan's arrival. Two other films coming Two out. Two other films. Uh, Hall Pass, New Family Brothers comedy. Which? which yes. Go on. Okay, well, which, first of all, a corporate plug, we are running an awesome Hall Pass competition on the site next week, so keep your eyes peeled for that. You could be flying to Ibiza, all expenses paid, and rocking in some of the most awesome nightclubs over there, so keep your eyes peeled on IGM for that next week. It's been a while since we've been to Ibiza. Should we enter? I think I'm going to win, so, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, the other thing I wanted to say about Hall Pass... Worst Photoshop poster ever. Really? Have you seen it? Is that with Stephen Merchant? The, the yeah, with Stephen Merchant, who looks like he's been in a fire. And I presume Stephen Merchant, I presume, isn't it in the US poster, so they just had to just literally... <laughs> yeah. They've just literally cut and pasted it, yeah. a very bad quality image of him onto the poster, a bit skew-whiff at an angle. It's the worst poster you'll ever see. Check it out. And finally, we've got uh, The Resident coming out next week, which is a new Hammer Horror film, mm. which I'm excited about. Um, they screened yesterday, I couldn't go, but my horror colleague went and said it was above average home invasion film. So, mm, okay. Christopher Lee's in that? Yeah, right. and Hilary Swank. Ooh, wow, what? And I saw another Hammer film the other day, uh, Wakewood, which is coming out in a couple of months, and that felt like an old Hammer film. Yeah, which in a is good, good way I mean, or a bad way? In a good, well, it wasn't brilliant, but it felt like an old Hammer film, which was exciting to me. I have two questions. Okie dokie. Going back to the Farrelly Brothers film, Yeah. is this the first Farrelly Brothers film since me, myself, and Irene? No. Okay. And secondly, um, for people that don't know what Hammer Horror is... Hold the mic closer, Dan. Just for people that don't know, what, what is Hammer Horror? Do you not know what Hammer Horror I is? Do kn- I actually well, do know what it is. Why don't you explain to our viewers? Mm. I wouldn't be able to give as well-rounded an overview as you would. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why I'm over-explaining this, but yeah, Hammer Horror is uh, an old film studio from the 50s, 60s that uh, made horror films, basically. And they did great versions of Dracula and Frankenstein and some cool sci-fi as well. And 
I just watched the other night. I just watched uh, one of my favourite films I've watched this year, which is uh, The Day the Earth Caught Fire, which is really, really That's awesome. Um, Hammer sci-fi. If you haven't seen it, mm. please go and watch it. Quite Mars in the Pit's my favourite. That's great, that as well. But it kind of died in the 80s that the studio did, so mm. they're back with a bang. Well, they brought out Let Me In was their first film. How did was, that do? It did very badly at the box yeah. office, but it got great reviews, mm. which surprised everyone. The uh, Twitter sphere has l- has lit up, Dan, since you walked uh, <laughs> into the podcast. <laughs> Bloody superstar Dan. Superstar Dan. Um, Sorry, let me just get back to that. So, uh, Exrin Ouija says, the way Dan's sitting makes him look like he's hiding an erection. Just saying. <laughs> I'm not he is, he is. I can confirm that he is. And Stu, I think you can yeah. go for that one. Yeah, uh, tell Dan he's a prick for me. <laughs> unless, unless this is Dan reading out, in which case you're a prick. Dan, oh, you're a prick. And then like, uh, Kevin O'Donnell again says, Is Dan capable of lifting Tilly above his head? <laughs> we ain't gonna find that. That's not gonna happen. That's it, really. So, uh, pick of the week. I know we don't do pick of the week normally, but uh, what do you think, We've Chris? got a few minutes to fill, so let's do it. Dan? Chris? Yeah, pick, pick, pick of the week. Out of those three films? Ah, uh, Battle LA. Yeah? Yeah. Even though you haven't seen it. Exactly. <laughs> I haven't seen it this week, so I'm a great film editor. How's the, the, uh, how's the um, competition going? Well, uh, I've had a few people coming in who came in late to the day. So yeah. uh, the Kirby competition, we're giving away three copies of Kirby's Epic Yarn. This is only for the live readers. We'll set up another competition for people who listen to the audio one afterwards. Right. Anyway. There's five of us here, we don't often go on camera often, so what we want to know is who do you think we look like in the celebrity sphere? So we've had Stu as an old Nathan Drake. Yeah, and I've a fat had, George Clooney, which I've I I've had a thin prefer. Jack Black as well, which I spotted. Martin, some beardy homeless man. <laughs> <laughs> Chris as Frank Sidebottom. Uh, I've also had one saying you look like a young uh, Colonel Gaddafi. So oh, yeah, <laughs> I can see that. That's from my mum. <laughs> and then now Jack Kirby's here, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just writing something, so just fill the air now. We'll fill the air for you, (laughs) shall we? Uh, It's time to turn our attention to, um, I think, our favourite part of the show, because we have to do very little work, is listener feedback. Mm -hmm. And I've got the first piece of listener feedback, uh, which comes from Matt Skingle. Um, And I'm not terribly happy. Have I been giving this on purpose, just to wind me up? Probably. He writes, I would send you a special haiku for your 75th birthday, describing how I feel when I hear your lovely voices on the podcast. So I've got to read out a haiku, even though I hate them. Yep. Brilliant. Having happy wee, you boys make me smile with glee, so whip out your cocks. <laughs> On three. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for 75 great podcasts. Well, that, thanks, Matt. 75 great podcasts. 75. I'm, sure, I'm sure about four great podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one crap ones, to be honest. Well, there you go. I've got some feedback pertaining to uh, a subject you broached last week. Mm. Most watched film. Yep. Uh, Joe Woodhead writes in and says it's probably a tie for him between Sin City, Transformers, the movie, uh, the 86 one, obviously. Yeah, of course. Uh, although, as, as I say, Revenge of the Fallen is Lewis Hamilton's favourite film of the last year, mm, or 2009 okay. when it came out. So, uh, And Pulp Fiction. So that's his three picks. Joshua Richardson writes in and says he's his uh, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. He used to watch it every day after he got home from school. Which version? I'm assuming the old one. I was really yeah, well, they've, the old got, one. they've got different names. Oh, of course it's, it's Charlie. Tim Burton's Charlie, yes, yeah, so it's Jim Mulder. And... Brendan Boyle uh, says he's sick day fave. Um, he always pops on the old episodes of Top Gear, series oh, 7 to 11. Good. Hmm. Apparently, my mic's packed up now. I'm going to go and check that. This is I'll see if a homeless man's right. still having a wee outside. I do have something very exciting, some live feedback here for, uh, from a very illustrious person. So, this is from BAFTA. 
Okay. Hello Team IGN UK from Team BAFTA. We're very much enjoying the live stream podcast here at the glamorous BAFTA HQ. I can tell you it is glamorous, right? Oh, oh that's awesome. Hello yeah, BAFTA. BAFTA. And maybe you can think about us next year when nominations are coming out. <laughs> two, two. Um, two, two. We've got, uh, yeah, let's, let's get back to the written uh, people who have time emails before. Uh, Jamie here, who mm-hmm. wrote in and said, hi guys, Jamie here. That's nice. Yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out of sorts to Mr. Stuart Reed, who has been on fire for the past few months, bringing a bit <laughs> This brings me to my question. Would you like Stuart to an understudy of Santa Claus or James Corden's funnier uncle? <laughs> <laughs> James, James Corden. James Corden fan, aren't you? I, no. Who no, no, is? Who is? is? I think I could have done a better job presenting the Brits. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. No. Thanks. Okay. Uh, we've had a, an email from Mandy Girl who says, Hi guys, I started listening to your podcast a few weeks ago and absolutely love it. Uh, currently catching up on past episodes while listening to the new works, which keep me sane at work. I wanted to ask you all a question. The Legend of Zelda is now 25 years old. What is your favourite Zelda game? Uh, I think I I'll ask you first, Mike, because you're probably the only one that's played any of them. Uh, I've played all of them, I think. Uh, Ocarina of Time linked to the past. Ocarina of Time is everybody's favourite, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Well, that's yeah, the said, what's your favourite? You just listed a bunch. They're all brilliant. They're really, really brilliant in unique ways. So I want to go for those three. And sorry if anyone says I didn't pick Majora's Mask, but I didn't like it so much. Aww. Tom? I've never played one. I've, I've watched my parents play uh, Ocarina of Time quite a lot, and uh, that little thing that whizzes around him is well annoying. Hey, listen. Yeah. yeah. Dan? Um, I've never played one, but I do have an actual Ocarina. Well, that's all right then. So, that counts. Yeah. Steve, you I, I've, I've never played one. Never played. I, I know. think I'd have to say the best of Bel- Zelda. Best of Zelda. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah. I like that. You got that, that one? Have you got that on eight track? Zelda three. <laughs> um, I have an email from Alex Holloway, who writes: uh, Do you think trailers these days give too much information away? After sitting through the trailers before films, I normally turn to my girlfriend and say, "Don't need to see that now." because the advert drones on for three to four minutes telling the entire story. Mm. What do we think? Uh, the gentlemen filming us are all nodding, nodding in agreement. Nodding sagely. Well, I, would, I would say I agree. Um, I watched The Eagle a few weeks ago, um, which is out now, I think? Not yet, no. Oh, no, it's out in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, I watched that, and I'm not knowing anything about it, and then I went and watched the trailer, and from watching the trailer, I was like, you've literally left nothing to mm. the imagination now. You know exactly what's going to happen, every single plot point. So that's a shame. You, you gave me the heads up on that, and when the trailer came on, I shut my eyes and went yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, avoid it. Avoid it at all costs. The Eagle trailer, because the Eagle's actually quite good. Yeah, I, I fully agree. I, I avoid watching all trailers if possible, mm. although with this job, you kind of have to sometimes, but something like, certainly giving away plots is a problem. And, and The Hangover too. I'm trying to avoid that trailer at all costs because I don't want to have the jokes ruined for me. No. Comedies can't help but ruin their jokes in the trailers. But... I think there's a few films that have taken that idea and then turned it on its head. I forget which film it was, but there's one where they gave away what looked like a huge plot twist. Then when you actually watch the film, it doesn't make it so doesn't make one specific. What film was it? Uh, I'm umming and ahhing between Brothers and the the Crazies. I think, right. I think yeah, the crazy is Two very similar films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, going mad for the trailers. Um, let's have a look. Um, I agree with the trailer thing, says Extra New Ouija. He said the True Grit trailers basically gave the whole plot away. Uh, Pods Knob said, listen, the trailer for Unknown completely spoiled the entire film. Uh, would Dan play as a song in his ocarina? Have you got it on you, Dan? I've lost it. 
So you, you probably yeah. lied about the ocarina, didn't you? I've never had an ocarina. I have had an ocarina. Uh, There's an ocarina app. That's what I meant. Has uh, anyone got it? Is uh, it on the iPad? Alex has got it, but sadly he's not here. Mm. On the iPad, an ocarina app on the iPad would be interesting. Interesting. Yeah. It'd be very difficult to blow it. Moving on to some feedback again to uh, last week. Unfortunately, I wasn't in the podcast last week to um, defend Pokemon because, again, none of you guys have played Pokemon, have you? No. Shameful, absolutely shameful. Um, Carl Howard writes in to defend it, saying, on the surface it might come across as an easy children's game, but in its simplicity is where the staying power of the franchise lies. Um, and yeah, I agree with him. It's an absolutely amazing game, uh, Pokemon. It's got kind of an unfair stigma of being a kid's game, but it's mm. actually an amazingly deep uh, and rich RPG. Well, maybe that's Nintendo's fault. For, is it Nintendo for marketing it like that? It's marketing it very well. It sells really, really, really well. But it's just... Uh, it's, uh, well, grown-ups like us don't want to go near it. Do you know what you and me ought to do one of these days, Chris? We ought to play a video game. Yeah. <laughs> just see what it's like. Pong. I hear Pong. That's good. supposed to be quite good, yes. I, uh, to be fair, I did defend it last week and said that people play it and it's a good game, although I don't play it. So. It's probably black and white's the best one there's been for years, so yeah. if, you, if you are going to start, start now. Okay. Anyone watch a TV show? No. Yeah, I, I used to. It's not bad. It's quite, I quite like it. More feedback. Hello, chaps. Michael from Sydney here. That's the Australian accent. Good day. Yes, good today. I enjoyed the recent massive out of the blue 3DS videos Tom and Martin did. Oh, he's the one that watched them. Uh, it was nice finally getting to see a part of my favourite IGN buddies in non-MS Paint form. I think, to be honest with you, we're better looking in MS Paint form. Uh, have you heard of anything regarding the spiritual successor to Moon? I've uh, quickly dabbled in the Googles and have found that Duncan Jones has named the movie Mute Witness. I would like to hear more information. I do have some information, actually, uh, which he told me, and I think it might be out there now. Um, he really wanted to get the money together to make the movie, but he couldn't get the funding. Uh, he was going to go and shoot it in Berlin, and it was going to be kind of a bit of a Blade Runner tribute, but you'd find out in the background what happened after the end of Moon. I won't give it away. Um, but yeah, he couldn't get the funding together, so I think they are turning it into a graphic novel, which will come out sometime this year, in the hope that that triggers interest into turning it into a movie. Right. Is Duncan Jones' next film, which is, I should know Source this, Code. Source Code. Is that, um, that going to be a big success, do you think? Is that going to help with a... With a I hope so. It's more of a fun popcorn movie than a kind of cerebral mm -hmm. sci-fi, but it looks like fun. Mm -hmm. It's got a bigger movie star in it, it's got a bigger budget. I'm seeing it next Friday uh, at South by Southwest. Cool. And so, yeah, we will have a review up next weekend, so you'll find out. So when are you flying out to South by Southwest? Because you go every year now, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm going out on Wednesday. Yeah. Some Looking fun things. Yeah, really. Lots of, lots of cool Brits out there this mm -hmm. year. Uh, Nick Frost, Simon Pegg, Edgar Wright, Joe Cornish. Um, lots of fun people. Duncan Jones. Yeah. So, yeah, there should be some good stuff hitting the site. It's funny, I read uh, Mute Witness and I thought about that film from, what, about 12 years ago, Mute Witness? Yeah, uh, he's got it. Yeah, um, Duncan's film's called Mute. Right. Mute Witness is a film from a... Which I quite enjoyed. Yeah, it's really good. Mute Witness? Really it's, good. A, it's a good film. There's a really weird cameo by a very famous British actor in there as well, which is apparently shot about eight years before the rest of the film. Really? They shot that bit. The, this this uh, venerable actor, I may as well say his name, because he's dead now. It's Alec Guinness who's got the, uh, the part in this film. And uh, the guy, I can't remember the director's name, but he was desperately trying to get the funding together for this film. And Alec Guinness did it as a favour. He said, look, I'll, I'll do this bit for you so you can then show it to prospective... Uh, people and, and get the funding for the rest of the movie. Nice. And it took like another eight years to get the funding for the rest of the film. God love Alec Guinness. God love him. I like a bit of Alec God Guinness. rest his soul. Yeah. I think your mic might be broken again, Stu. Is it? Yeah, oh, I don't know dear. what's going on with it. 
Um, oh no, it sounds like it's going well. So uh, let's <laughs> one bit of feedback. This is we're going into gallery here. So okay. uh, brilliant. That's going to be the last part. But what I'll do is just field some live questions from Twitter and yeah. have some uh, quick responses to this. Um, <laughs> Let's have a look. Uh, you've got the iPhone 5, iPad 2, 3DS and NGP. You can only take one. Which one do you choose? That's from Jabba128. 3DS. 3DS. <laughs> 3DS, easily. iPhone 5. iPad 2. Okay. Can I change mine? Yeah. No. iPhone. Uh, Joey Nova wants to know, will Dan take his top off? Of course he will. He'll do anything. After the show, sure. Ding dong. Joey Dale says, good job, Dan. Tell us something and you haven't got a clue which film it is. What a bell end. <laughs> 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 He's pointless. We have, you only have to listen to this for one hour a week. And you we demand him back. You yeah. demand him back. All day, know. every day. Uh, what's the worst trailer you've ever seen? Asked Joey Nova. I don't know what the worst trailer I've ever seen. You it's difficult. Them, don't you? Because yeah. if they're bad, you just kind of... That's difficult. And you've got this thing where you can have really good trailers for terrible films and really bad trailers for good films. So I don't know what I... A bad trailer for a bad film? Is that the worst trailer? Mm. I don't know. Walked away before it finished. I forget what the film was. In the office and then everyone just walked away. Way before it finished, I forget what the film was. Dan, don't bring yeah, stuff yeah, up if you don't know what it is. Because you were there and Tom was there. It was uh, it was the really long Thor footage, I think. Yeah, yeah. From, uh, yeah, yeah it wasn't a real trailer. I've seen some bad trailers for some French family dramas, but I don't think they really? have anything to do them yet. <laughs> Best trailer I've seen recently, flipping on its head, is for a film that doesn't exist, and you've seen it as well, Chris. ETX. <sighs> it's awesome. Have you guys seen this? I'm it's it's the fake trailer brilliant. for the sequel to ET, and it's. Uh, yeah, it was a fan edit, basically, isn't it? It's, it's phenomenal. It's, yeah, and it's awesome. It really is. Important. Although, is Henry Thomas part of it? Because it, it, his scenes are too impressive. Yeah, I don't, we'll, I we'll tweet that. We'll tweet that after the uh, after the podcast yeah, because it's fantastic. Cool. Yeah, a few more things. Can we have a baby oil death match between Dan and Stu? That's yes. Killer Zero. <laughs> it's not going to happen here. What's happening at the Tuesday at the BAFTA show that we're doing? Dan, you want to have a quick update mm. on BAFTA that's happening on sure. Tuesday? Sure. So, good news and bad news, folks. Good news is. Be quick. All right, BAFTA. <laughs> BAFTA are putting on an awesome event at View. Uh, we're going to be down there. Um, you'll be able to get hands-on with the 3DS, play Motorstorm Apocalypse, loads of cool stuff. Bad news is it's sold out. But there's a chance that people will cancel their tickets. If you go to go.igen.com forward slash event booking page, sign up, just keep checking the site. Um, and if someone's cancelled tickets and you're on the page, it'll show up as tickets available. So Westfield on March the 8th, 6.30. So I know I'll be down there. I don't know about anyone else. We're filming. Oh, yeah, we're, we're interviewing Gareth Edwards yeah. again. Monsters, Monsters. Monsters. Okay, so I guess you might be there, Martin? I might be there. Okay. I can't promise. Well, anyway, some of us are going to be down there, so come over and say hello. I'll Someone's be there. Yeah, some of us will be there. Alex will be there. Yeah, be yeah, I'll be there, there. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Icon 162 wants to know what's going to be happening at your booth at Kapow Comic Con. We haven't just got a booth. We've got a whole arena. We have an arena. Mm. But um, we can't say yet. No. We're can still we, finalising details. We can say we've got an arena, can we? Yes. Yeah. We, we Yeah, we just... Yep. Brilliant. Um, but I can maybe talk about Kapow very quickly. I was going to talk about it at the end, but... Yeah, go for it. Go yeah. for it. It's um, happening... Uh, if people don't know, uh, Comic-Con's coming to London. Um, we've teamed up with Mark Miller to um, put on a, a great event at um, Business Design Centre in Islington on April the 9th and 10th. As we said, there'll be an IGN arena with lots of game stuff happening there. Uh, comic stuff, TV stuff, movie stuff. Uh, there's going to be some big announcements early next week on the movie side of things, so um, keep your eyes peeled and keep them on IGN.com. Excellent. Uh, let's turn our attention to the gallery. Yes. We've, had, uh, we've been asking for the last couple of weeks for people to send in pictures of, uh, of us in MS Paint if they want or in any other medium. 
uh, Adobe Illustrator perhaps, or even just using an old HB on the back of a fag packet. Anything goes, basically. So I've got the first one. This is from Jonathan Dawes. Uh, he's asking questions about the 3DS and whether or not it gives you a headache playing it. But um, I think we kind of answered in our your questions answered video, right? Yeah. You can answer it again tonight now, though. I, I don't. I haven't had any problems with it. Have you? Martin? Uh, no, sorry, I was just looking at the subject line of the email. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of uh, thrown me yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Do you want to read out what the subject map heading is, yeah. Tom? Well, it's I think it's not, little, I don't know. I don't know what I'm watching. I think I feel a bit like uh, well, that would be rude. It's three, three yeah. S's and elongated foreskins. Which gives you kind of a heads up. So he's attached an MS Paint picture of what Martin's uh, thingy would look like if he straightened his uh, pubic hair. So I'm you might want to look away now. I'm not going to show, show, it. Not gonna show it on camera, but that's... Why not? Well, <laughs> he, looks like, he looks like um, Cyril Sneer from The Raccoons. I think it looks like John Lennon. To be honest, I think it looks like a Rastafarian anteater. Funnily enough, it actually is life size as well. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. No, I wish. It's Can you not just quickly share it? I wouldn't. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. It's not fair on the viewers that have tuned in to see my... People who go to the IGN story on IGN will probably be able to get a pixelated version. Okay, well, I can definitely... Everybody, they're over 18. I can definitely show my picture. Um, yeah. It's from Matthew Williams. Thank you, Matthew. Um, he, he writes, Podcast is brill. I've, atta I've attached a picture of Dan about to be eaten by a T-Rex. So are you excited for this, Dan? I'll show it, show it to the camera. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> So now, we, sorry, we just said we could think we can probably show the other one. So we couldn't, we couldn't show Martin's penis, but we've just shown. I think that one's more anatomically correct, and that one's more of a jokey one. Look, he's yeah. got a Jurassic Park shirt on as That's well. That's brilliant. Amazing, stuff. really good. Amazing stuff. Good work. Can we get more pictures of Dan being eaten by different things? Yeah, <laughs> shaped like a penis. Shaped like a different things, shaped like a penis. Yeah, oh, I see. Uh, and finally, in the gallery for this week, uh, Sam Little Legs Gale has sent in a, a lovely picture of Tom, Dan. Uh, Martin, Chris, and myself. Just check that out. Absolutely brilliant. So he sent that to Facebook, yeah. and uh, I think he kind of gave up when by the time he got to Stuart. And I don't know why, Chris, but you look a bit like. Um, did you ever see that film Chico and Rita? Was, <laughs> there was a poster for it, and you look like the guy from Chico and Rita. Mm. Am I wearing a hat? Yes, you are. Do you ever wear a hat? No, I but I like it. It looks good on you, mate. It looks good. Yeah, I might wear a hat based on Martin that. Martin looks like somebody from Star Trek. I don't know why, but he does. I'll take that. Good yeah. stuff, yeah, great picture. Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Keep your feedback coming in. IGN feedback at. Is that right? IGN feedback at IGN. Yeah, IGN UK oh, feedback at IGN.com. The hit is on Twitter, Team IGN UK. Facebook.com forward slash Team IGN UK. Uh, now, we uh, mentioned uh, Kapow just now, a couple of other things happening at the moment. Uh, Dan, the big game changer competition is almost, almost at a close. It is almost at a close. Mm. Um, a couple of people asking about game changers. So, yeah. Any yeah. questions? Fire them over. Just uh, how are the presenters slash writers doing on the game changer competition, and um, is Dan going to be fired for his complete bungling of the IGN game changer competition so far? <laughs> Bungling. Yes, it's bungle. Bungling. Yeah, I don't know what that's in reference to. Maybe he's bitter for not going through. But yeah. I honestly think the last six are all awesome. Yeah, I can't they're wait incredible. To find out what happens next. Um, we'll be doing um, a story on the site soon about who's gone through. Um, and next Friday, we mm -hmm. should have the winners. The winner decided. Well, Fingers crossed. Yeah. Which means hopefully the week after that we should have them on the podcast. Yes. Fingers crossed. crossed again. Super. Brilliant. And uh, we're down at uh, BAFTA on next Thursday, aren't yes, we? Next Thursday. Tuesday. Next Tuesday? No, what? We're at VIEW Westfield yeah. next Tuesday in part of the BAFTA, be part of it celebrating video games. Of it. Yeah, and then next Thursday? 
will be a separate event for MotorStorm Apocalypse doing with Sony. So yeah, that'll be cool. Right, we're pretty much out of time. Tom, we've got winners for the Kirby competition. I'll tell you what I'm going to do because I've had so many entries come in and they're all awesome. To give it my full attention, I'm going to announce this in the next sort of hour on Twitter. So keep an eye out, I will announce this. For the people who are listening uh, via iTunes, obviously you haven't been able to take part. So I'm going to set something up so that you can enter. Um, all you'll need to do is go to the IGN story that ho houses the, the podcast story and there'll be competition in there and you can win the two other copies of Kirby that we've got to give away. Any last uh, tweets coming in? Oh, there's loads Before of stuff coming in. I wish we could get more of this in, but my favourite is from Alex, IGN UK. Oh. Hi Alex, Hi, he mate. says, you guys are doing an awesome job on the IGN UK podcast live. Sorry I can't be there. Alex, it's fine that yeah. we can do fine without you. Sorely missed. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something nice though for the first time ever, but you just spoiled it. Yeah, leave it. We miss you, Alex. We do. Come back soon. And on that note, I think we shall pretty much wrap it up there. It's been a fantastic hour, guys. I think we've all enjoyed it tremendously. It has been a bit terrifying. But yeah, it's been terrifying. fun. And uh, we'll see if we can do it again very thanks soon. In the meantime, again. thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll see you for Podcast 76 next week. Well, you'll rather hear us, you won't see us. Until then, take care of yourselves. Thanks. See you soon. Bye-bye.